Welcome to Comforting the Chaos. I'm your host, Paola Furman. And I'm Jackie Baum. Thanks for being here for episode eight. It's crazy, already eight episodes. I know. It feels like you just said, like, hey, we should do a podcast. And now we're already eight episodes in. And what, we started in, what, November? And now it's almost March. And we're still at it. (laughs) So, Jackie... You went on a trip to New York City. I did. Yes. How was that? I mean, so anytime you have young children and you take them on a trip, it's just you taking young children to another like latitude Girl. and longitude <laughs> and then they're still themselves. Like there's no vacay mode for for mm-hmm. children. But we had a good time. Um we went there to celebrate my son's 10th birthday and my brother-in-law's birthday as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was, it was fun. We did a lot of like really touristy stuff. I normally, when we're on like trips, not with my kids, but like (laughs) when we're on trips, like I like to go like off the beaten path sort of thing. But my youngest really wanted to see the or, or the, not the Empire State Building, what am I saying? The Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and my oldest wanted to shop. He wanted to go to FAO Schwartz and the Lego, the Lego store, store and, um, and get himself some fun stuff. Which, like, those, they're really cool stores. Like, I hardly took any pictures in either one because we were just playing with stuff <laughs> <laughs> the whole time. It was really, it was fun. And it's kind of cool, too, because, like, you know, thinking about, like, going to, like, those kinds of places, like, as a kiddo, like, I know I would have been, like, in awe of everything. And it was so it was cool to see them be, like, really excited about that. And then, like, we spoiled them a little bit. I mean, (laughs) I think we, as parents, we all kind of want to do the same. They were so excited. And um, they have a build-your-own-pop figure Mm-hmm. At FAO Schwartz. So, like, Griffin built, like, this, like, weird chicken man. He was, like, super excited about it. Because it comes cool. in its own box. So, you... And, like, there's, like, two tons of, like, accessories and things. So, you can really, like, customize it. Mm. Um, so, he was really pumped about that. So, yeah. So, that was really cool. And then they did, like, build your own minifigures at the Lego store. And there was really cool stuff in the Lego store, too. Like, they had, like, a like a life-size um, taxi cab that, like, you could sit That's inside cool. of. And they then they had, like, the Brooklyn Bridge and, like, an area of New York. I'm not well-versed on all of the areas <laughs> in New York, but, like, they had, like, this, like, scene set up that had, like, all kinds of stuff. So there was, like, you know, Darth Vader in a swimming pool and Spider-Man, like, mm-hmm. going off of, like, a building and stuff. And so, like, we spent a lot of time, like, looking at those things and trying to, like find all the little like easter egg things that were in there um that was pretty cool yeah um and then the the other side of that trip was that I won't share the whole story mm-hmm. <laughs> but we we got to finally um meet my brother-in-law in person which sounds really weird <laughs> but um my my husband is adopted and so we found his birth family well we found him like a year ago about a year ago which is like weird 
he was the first he was the yeah he he was well we found his birth mom first and then Mm. we he had done like all of like the dna tests on like ancestry 23andme ft dna like and then like uploaded it to all the sites and so we randomly found his half brother um and who had like gotten the kit as a birthday present like just for fun um and then we found him on there and then that got us connected to like the rest of the family but we've you know kept in touch with him all year and so we finally like got the chance to like go up and and meet him so he stayed at the hotel with us um all weekend too and and we got to hang out and like have some fun family time so that was really that was really cool um and this was also the first birthday he got to celebrate the, with his brother yeah, as well. So that was sweet. Yeah, so, you know, we had him get sang to at the restaurant, be embarrassed, oh. like, full-on, you know, initiation <laughs> sure into the... i He did He. I'm sure he loved it inside. <laughs> he listens to the podcast, so he, he, he can attest to the fact that he was probably a little bit embarrassed, but so was Griffin, so... I'm sorry, James. <laughs> <laughs> right um but i it, it was really nice to to be able to spend some time together and that's like one of those things like you hear about it happening mm-hmm. right that like oh yeah i found my i watched it on tv I found my cousin or whatever on and no like my husband found his full-on brother <laughs> cool. uh, so so that was really cool and it's weird because like they are so Similar. alike and they look so much alike and and that was just funny. <laughs> it's so weird because you say that and like even when I see pictures I can see uh-huh like the similarity in them. Yeah. Yes. Like even like the way that they stand or like the way that they like smile and stuff is the same. It's it's crazy how genetics are cuz they did not they clearly did not grow up knowing each other and yet they have like a lot of similarities. It's crazy. It's pretty cool. But yeah, so it was Overall, I will say it was a good trip. Am I tired? Yes. <laughs> Am I exhausted? Absolutely. Those mattresses are hard. And like I said, kids in a different place. It's busy. <laughs> like you're still parenting. and I'm sure there was a lot of walking too. <laughs> yes. You know, it's not the And it was really walking. cold. So like yeah. we were bundled up like the whole time. Um, but it was cool. We, yeah, we had fun. You want to yawn again? Huh? <laughs> when am I gonna I'm not yawning Stop. I saw you like, I was gonna eye. yawn yeah probably it was like a half a yawn um, but yeah I'm ready to plan another trip maybe somewhere where I don't have to walk quite as much <laughs> <laughs> or like make other people walk quite as much that's pretty cool but Griffin was in heaven cause he like he could have all the pizza he wanted this weekend because he's like a picky eater to begin with but there's pizza on every corner and he loved it and he loved it (laughs) that's pretty good i'm I'm glad it worked for him and it's cheap that's good too 99 cent slices wow (laughs) that's definitely the new york life Mm -hmm. (laughs) well (laughs) what'd you do this weekend I, on the other hand, <laughs> took my kids to live one of my childhood memories. 
Um, we took oh, them to right. meetable yeah. times. Um, they also got spoiled because, I mean, I put their dad to, I, like, I pulled their dad to the side and I said, you know, I did pay $30 for a lighting sword, <laughs> but I just have to, like, it gives me a good feeling because I remember as a young person, like, wanting things. Yeah. And then my mom was not able to afford it. So yes. I just had to, like, be sad I didn't have it. Right. But also, like, I was there to enjoy the time. Yeah. But now my kids. My kids got slushies, crowns, swords. It was like I was living my childhood dreams through them. So it sounds like we both, like, appeased our yes. inner child through our children. This weekend, <laughs> This yeah. weekend. I agree. And then I was sitting there like, oh, I remember. I was in the green team and... <laughs> and the green team won, but I was in the red team, and he was not a nice guy, so it was okay for him to lose. <laughs> so, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. The kids enjoyed it. It was a good time. Good. I I saw that on your stories. I wanted to take my kids there too. It is funny though how like it like it feels good to spoil them a little bit because my parents definitely would have been like. Uh, maybe not. We can walk through here. <laughs> you can see it from the outside, right? Well, I um, went on my um, it, when I went. It was a, a field trip when I was in middle school. Oh, so I was in seventh grade, and I remember vividly, like, oh wow, yeah. You know, I'm eating with my hands, and we did that again. <laughs> it was fun. I I feel like we don't necessarily pay attention to like the fact that like it, it really is like important to like take care of your inner child mm-hmm. when you're healing from like childhood trauma related stuff um because like you're still I don't know how to I don't you still that I, person like it's right like you're, you're that, still that person like person. you're just growing like you grow Mm -hmm. around that right like you're still that little person Mm -hmm. that whatever and so to kind of like find not just like material ways to like appease it but like just like happy ways like finding joy in like littler things because like you know how like people will say like oh like if only I could be like as innocent as a kid and like Mm -hmm. find so much joy in like snowflakes or whatever like guess what you can (laughs) you just kind of have to like put yourself in like a different mental space to really like enjoy it and that I will say is one of the the cooler things about like having kids like kids are stressful sometimes but like the one of the cool things is to like see the ways that like they light up and that and the ways that you like help them light up because I think that kind of like can be like, fulfilling to, like, the inner child part of you, too. Well, for sure, because, you know, it's, like, one little moment where they don't get to feel whatever little sadness you might have felt right. at that time. Right, So it's, like, you feel like you, you filled a little more of them. Right. In a way where you gave them a good memory. Yeah. Instead of something that they were not yeah, absolutely to remember. For sure. But I, I was telling you earlier too like I have my inner child shelf in my room knickknacks yes yes because I don't I'm not really like a 
I'm not a really like a knickknack person. I really like like glass like vases and stuff like mm-hmm. that, which like I don't have those a lot of them <laughs> because like <laughs> I, I have them, but I don't children who like will like destroy things. So like I have a couple little things or whatever or like plants. But like I don't have a lot of like little knickknack things, but I guess probably well cuz like the bulk of my self-realization happened during the pandemic but like I have like those little like Disney adorable things I think they're so (laughs) cute and like I'm not like a full-fledged like Disney Disney adult or whatever Mm -hmm. but like I I think those things are so cute and like um Mike like have bought me like a little like Dobby from Harry Potter. Which that you are a fan that of. That I am a very big fan much of. So. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> um, like Le- Lego minifigure. And I have like some pop figures. And then my favorite animal is a moose. And Mike had bought me one for like the first birthday that like we were dating. Like he bought me like this stuffed moose. So I have that there. <laughs> and, um, and my little my little tart thing I bought the other week. <laughs> it's like a little like stuffed pastry oh. <laughs> that has a face it sounds it sounds weird but it's so cute and so like I have I have that little shelf because for a while I tried to like pawn it off on Grayson and I'd be like isn't this adorable like get don't it, you like it? <laughs> don't you love it don't you want to buy it and he'd be like no <laughs> and I'd be yeah. like oh and then I was finally like if you like it like, why don't you just get it instead of, like, because who is mm-hmm. coming into your bedroom and, like, looking at your shelf? Like, no one. Mm-hmm. And so then that's when I had the idea for, like, my shelf because I was like, oh, no, I'm going to I'm gonna appease my inner child and have, like, cute little things here that I like. And, and the reason why she talks about this is because what started the conversation is my kids got Pokemon cards, <laughs> which I hate. That they're like so obsessed with it, but then I love when they open them and they like yeah. tell me, "Look what I got." I have no idea of what, what they, they mean, <laughs> but I get so excited for them. So um, I brought up to Jackie how I also get those mini brands, and I, I like bought a the couple little of surprises. <laughs> they're my they, kids. They're cute. I don't know, but I also enjoy them. Right. So like, why not like? Just admit that you enjoy I don't them even know why. I think it's because they're so they're adorable. They're so small. They're tiny. <laughs> <laughs> I have a weird obsession with tiny miniatures, little. too. I don't know. Like, they're really cute. But that's... So, my next, like, inner child project is mm-hmm. redoing the dollhouse that my grandpa oh, that's made cool for me. I have it in my basement, and it's kind of ramshackle right now. It's, it's a little rough, because I've had it <laughs> since I was, like... She's a fixer-upper. I am. <laughs> um, I, I've had it, I think I got it for, I want to say, like, it was my fifth or sixth Christmas, like, at Christmas time. I was, like, five or six, and my grandpa made it for me. So cool. Um, I don't have any of the furniture anymore, um, but I have the house, and so, like, I really, that's my next uh, entertainment entertainment project is to redo it. And like make it really cute. There, I follow like a bunch of people on like Instagram and <laughs> Facebook. This is like my, <laughs> this is confession. But like, I think they're so cute. So I'm like, oh yeah, I like it's miniature tiny things. <laughs> tiny things are cute. Um, but yeah, so I'm excited to do that. Hopefully, I'm sure Grayson will be like, 
yeah <laughs> let's do it can i i'm gonna have I? to keep it from, away from him <laughs> be like no it's mine um but yeah so i like i just i find that it's like it, there's something therapeutic about it to like still find joy in that stuff i'm sure and yeah. like there's more understanding now that you're an adult of like you know why you might have loved certain things or right what kind of happiness it brought to you yeah and then like why not tap into that now because there yeah. sure is a lot of like stressful things going on in the world like why not find well it's like you said joy <laughs> it's like how a lot of us are like I hate adulting and yeah, you know, it kind of brings us back to those innocent moments. Right. Like why not like tap into that? Like if you mm -hmm. like, uh, like I found it fascinating that there was like suddenly like a craze like a couple years ago with like the adult coloring books. Oh yeah. I like still have some. I love coloring. Um, Like it's very, you know, I'm, I can't draw worth crap. So, like, it, but, like, I, I love to color. Like, that's fun. So I have a couple coloring books, too. <laughs> but, like, I like I would find, like, an excuse to, like, color with my kids. But, like, obviously, like, that's, like, tapping into something that's fun. And then, like, you, quote, unquote, grow up. And then, like, you can't, like, enjoy this stuff anymore. So now it's, like, labeled as, like, adult coloring books. But, like, it's just tinier coloring stuff book. to like stay in the light <laughs> it's still a coloring book but you know what's funny <laughs> like now that i think about it i wonder if like that's what people feel with legos oh yeah like, you know like adults oh, yeah, with legos yeah. that i mean if you think about it just that's entertaining sitting dentist... your mind is just so peaceful <laughs> while you're putting pieces together my dentist loves legos he always he builds legos and then he has them in this like um, like this plastic display case oh, in the lobby cute. and they're really cool like he gets like the really fancy ones because he's a dentist so he can afford it <laughs> but like yeah my kids has a baby cool. uh, what's it called the child and oh yeah we've had it and we just don't get it started because <laughs> once I focus it's gonna take my time yeah <laughs> I don't know if I have that but there, but yeah, I mean, I, like, I think, like, all of those things kind of, like, take you away from, like, the the not fun parts of, like, being a grown-up, like, bills and taxes and the news and <laughs> whatever. So, like, but, like, I, I find it interesting because, like, there are for sure people that, like, do not tap into that stuff whatsoever because they find it to be, like, immature. immature. Yeah, mm -hmm. and, like... But why? Why is it immature? Because, because you should just be like only children can do reading it. Reading the newspaper. Just... The newspapers are depressing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I'll read the newspaper, but then why can't I color afterwards? Yeah. Or like, but it's also like buy a surprise bag. Why do we have to <laughs> go by what? the stigmas are and all that because like that's the, just that's things that just been placed right like why not if you like legos you like legos like who cares great. well and that's when i made like the the reference to the disney adult thing earlier mm -hmm. but like if you love disney you love go disney. ahead like oh i don't you know mm -hmm. it's the same it's the same thing like if it makes you happy why steal someone else's joy and say mm -hmm. oh like that's for kids me. Right. <laughs> mm. 
I don't know. But yeah, so that like that like being in touch with your inner child, like I think that that's that's a part of like internal family systems or whatever, like the parts of self thing and like healing your inner child and and like paying attention to that because like a lot of times like the theory says that like your inner child has a lot more control like they need to feel safe or whatever uh like when it comes to childhood trauma so like you're supposed to focus on doing that but there's the the flip side of that which is like to get in touch to to the joy too not just the the sadness and the and the fear and and all of Mm. that now that you said that I like think about how I've I've never sat down with myself to think what did the child version of me want and never got or you know what would she like to do that you know I don't remember because I've never put myself in that thought like I've never thought about it but like maybe that's something that we all need to get in touch with like sit down and think yeah I mean I advocate for it I I've like so I have done that mm-hmm. <laughs> um and uh because that's like my my when I like went through and like labeled like my parts of self or whatever um my inner child is like my angry inner child mm-hmm. uh, and which I think I I mentioned that in an episode before like um not like being over, I used to be much more overstimulated, like when my kids would be really loud. Mm. And I had to sit with that. It's the same thing I always say, like, when something uncomfortable happens, like you can either, like, sit in it and get curious, or you can kind of like, disassociate from it and pretend (laughs) like it didn't happen or whatever. Mm. So like in the in the realm of like being curious about it and trying to like understand where it's coming from. When I sat with that, I was like, Oh, well that's because like I was never allowed to be loud. Like my dad worked third shift and Mm -hmm. he slept during the day and my brother was little and whatever. So like we weren't allowed to, to be loud and kids are loud. Like Mm -hmm. they're loud because they're playing and they're using their imagination and they're, and they're loud because they're, their children <laughs> like that's just mm-hmm. how they are and um so I, like after I sat with that I was like okay well like I'm getting upset because it wasn't safe for me mm-hmm. to be loud but no one here myself my husband whoever is actually bothered technically like by them being loud like no they can't just like sit there and scream like banshees all day <laughs> mm-hmm. um but they are also playing and like they're having fun and it wasn't whatever like it really doesn't it like it's not really affecting you in any kind of way and let me tell you putting earbuds in <laughs> <laughs> and like listening to music while i'm cleaning instead of like listening Jesus. to them um that has helped a lot too but uh that's definitely like one of those things where like you know when you realize that part I'm like oh okay and then thinking about like you know what did you need as a kid like what would you have needed which like I also think I referenced in another episode like you know 
would like validation of my feelings and talking about my feelings have helped me when I was a kiddo? Absolutely. So like, am I doing that with my kids? Yes, I am. Am I now doing that with myself to kind of like reparent myself? Yes, I am. So like the, like I, yes, to answer (laughs) what you just said, like, yeah, like I would say that it's very worth it to like sit with little you so to speak and be like hey what did you need what would have been great for you like what would have like brought you a lot of joy what would have made you feel safe um and kind of like think about that because she's still in there and like she still deserves to be like validated and like I would and then to that point of validation to say like Mm -hmm that would have been really scary or that would have been really stressful or that would have been, you know, that would have been fun had you been able to do that. I'm sorry that you weren't able to experience that, whatever. Like all of that, like internal validations. I think it sounds kind of wonk, like hokey a little bit, but at the same time, like I think like once you actually like start doing it and realize like what you're doing, like it's not like you're – it's not like an actual like separate entity. Like it is, yeah. it's you. Just an unhealed part. Do of you, you feel like that? It's just because it gives you self awareness, and then it gives you awareness of like how to save your children from feeling the bad feelings you felt as a child, kind of thing. And I'm not saying like nothing dramatic, but like yeah. at least like sometimes we had sad moments as children that affect us now as adults. Um, I feel like that's what keeps you aware of what not to do sometimes. Yeah. Or yes. like how to allow them to live. Allow them to be children. Yeah. Yeah. Which like my kids are nuts. Like I like, and I say that in the way that I like. I think they're just normal. Like I like they. Um, kids with energy. They're kids with energy. They're kids who have freedom to be kids. Like, I don't try and make them act like little adults because they're children. Because I realized, like, the reason that I was so Mm well-behaved and quiet was because I was scared. You weren't allowed to do it. Meanwhile, you know, my kids are loud and... Because they feel comfortable. think that they're, like part of street fighter or something (laughs) with the way that they act towards each other sometimes but like but they are allowed to like flail their arms around looking for boundaries and then we put the boundaries in place versus like boundary 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 you can't cross any like I have all of these like unrealistic expectations for you and now you need to like fall in line they're allowed to just flail around and find the boundary instead of me being like rigid strict well high expectations of them do you think like as an adult like i think about it like this like how it affected me as an adult sometimes to have all these boundary boundaries like you said on you know on top of boundaries at one point when i no longer had that person to set all those boundaries i didn't know i don't know what to do with myself sometimes well because like it turned me into like a people-pleasing perfectionist yes which yeah, I I've don't know about you, times. but it's not been great for me. So like <laughs> I I um 
And like now that I'm like in this place of like, no thanks. Like I don't really want them to have to be like, oh, wait, I'm a people pleasing perfectionist. Mm -hmm. I need to figure out how to work through that. Like I would much rather them be like, I don't need to be perfect and I don't need to make everybody happy. And like they can. (laughs) Now that you said that. (laughs) That's like your line of the day. Now that you said that, I'm thinking about this. If you think about it, I didn't. I don't know if you remember. I tell you that it's almost like that's biting me in the behind because my daughter yes. lately mm-hmm. is always when I say, "Hey, let's do your hair" because we got to go out, and she goes, "Mommy, I don't need to be perfect." Ooh, and so now I'm like, do I let her go out looking like she just got electrocuted, or? <laughs> Do I just try to tell her, like, she has to look presentable because, unfortunately, the world is still the world that it is a little bit. Like, I don't know how to. Well, so that's where my favorite word comes in. Balance. Yes. (laughs) Right? Exactly. Like, she can't. Like, we can't be, like, unhygienic and we can't be whatever because that's part of, like, taking care of yourself. Do you need to care what other people think you look like? No. But, like, can your hair be tangled and is that good for you? Like, no. Like, that's going to – so, like, there's a balance of, like, taking care of yourself and caring about what other people think. So, I think Mm – yeah. Yeah, and that's what I told her. I said, you, but at the same time, you have to take care of yourself. Right. Um, you know, you got to take the showers. You know, you have to. When we talk about all this, you know Preteens are gross. Uh, I know. <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, you know, it's crazy how smart she was to use that against me almost. Well, but, I mean, it's not even, like, I, I feel like that's a really, like, that's a really positive affirmation for your parenting though, right? Like mm-hmm. to be like, but I don't have to be perfect because mm-hmm. you said I don't have to be perfect. It's just learning like, okay, no, you don't have to be perfect, but here's, this is what perfect means. And this, like, I'm not holding you to this mm-hmm. standard. However, like you do have to like do something. It was like when I had a mm-hmm. 40, 40 minute, I'm not exaggerating a 40 minute conversation with griffin the other day about why it's important to brush your teeth and then like, like grew up in there. compromising and how why you should brush it how, for like i was like honestly at some point like i'll just take once a day like if you'll just give me like once a day <laughs> like <laughs> i will do that like what can we do to like make and this how easier beneficial to like, you how, like huh, um but, like, those are, the, like, the things where I'm, like, oh, God. But, like, it's it's teaching them something. But, like, I know that if I had put up a fuss about brushing my teeth, it would have turned into, like, some kind of screaming match about blah, blah, blah. Versus, like, all right, let's sit down and talk about this. Because you have to do it. Mm-hmm. No. Is it, like, the most fun thing in the world? No. How many minutes out of your day is it actually? Like mm-hmm. five, really? Like you spend two minutes brushing in the morning, two minutes brushing in the evening, 30 seconds flossing, 30 seconds flossing. And you only technically have to floss once a day, right? So like I, like what? in the grand scheme of your like mm-hmm. 12 hours that you're awake, can we compromise or whatever? And like, but... 
of he's a kid. He would like to play. Mm-hmm. And anything that takes away from time to play sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, while he has to brush his teeth and we have, like, and that that is something that, like, has to happen, I can also, in that same breath, have empathy for the fact that, like, yeah, no. Like, as a kid, mm-hmm. I don't see the importance of it. Like, I don't get it. Like, I don't know why... I can't smell my own breath. So, like, who cares? <laughs> who cares? Well, like, <laughs> the yeah. fact of the matter is it's not just about having smelly breath. It's about taking care of your teeth, taking care of your body, like, making sure you stay healthy, blah, blah, blah. But he doesn't know that, mm-hmm. nor does he care about it. So is it helpful for me to just be like, you should care? Mm-hmm. Or is it more helpful for me to have a 40-minute conversation? It's not fun for me to have a 40-minute conversation about it. But then it turned into a resolution of like, okay, so every morning, you know, after I go to the bathroom. But like, you know, like it wasn't fun to do that. But that's where that like compromise part comes in, right? Like he's he has to understand it really on his own for it to matter, I think it takes time. Like it takes, yeah. So am like I probably gonna have another forty-five minute conversation mm. about it? Probably. It might take five next time. Oh, don't uh, uh, be familiar with it, right? But like, but I I feel like parenting is so much harder than people make it out to be. Or it can be like yeah, it's harder, but it's It's complicated. But you know, almost what it should be about, right? It's just hard to actually tackle some of these things sometimes when you have people, little people with their own personalities, and like that is not the same. They're not fully developed frontal lobe that has like that won't fully develop until they're twenty five at least. So like. They don't have those decision-making skills, nor do they understand, like, consequences and stuff like that. Yes. And so, like, I, as annoying as it is to me, because it would be way easier if I was like, hey, Griff, brushing teeth. We're doing it? And he was like, yep. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, and then I say, you know why you brush your teeth? Because oral hygiene well, you keeps you healthy. And up. then he says... Yes, mommy, that makes perfect sense. And I will always and forever now do it because you just said that one thing to me and it made sense. But like, that's not how kids work. Hmm. Don't we know it. (laughs) And so, and like, so like the expectation to be like, okay, we'll only ever have to have this conversation once when like they don't have that <laughs> this like, is how you know capability like uh... I had to sit down my son and have a talk with him because he was upset and he doesn't understand I had to explain to him why he can't do Reese's right now because his finger is broken and he wanted it to heal in just two weeks and that's not the case so he was very upset that he had to do two more weeks while we're having this conversation, one of my children keeps interrupting. The other one shows up. <laughs> How do I explain to them not to do that? Do 
You have 45 minutes. <laughs> Please let me finish this. We literally have been trying. Literally, this is why Jackie doesn't bring her kids because... And then there's the other child up there. I can't. The fur child. Oh, my God. It must be a reunion of the conversation we're having. What is happening? I don't know. Please go upstairs. Why is everyone down here? We have to fix that. I don't know. The dog is barking. The kids are here. The one keeps having a conversation about the dryer. (laughs) Anyways. What were we saying before? I don't remember. (laughs) Kids are great. I don't know. While we're talking about boundaries, I have my own children trying to interrupt this podcast every other second today <laughs> with various things yeah. if my kids were here it'd be a whole different oh, i was talking about my job yes so yes i had to sit there and explain to my son why he can't play with a broken finger and as much as i tried and tried he was just upset and i was i just needed to let him be upset right and you know it, it ended the day with Pokemon cards because I felt so <laughs> guilty. But, you know, it was explained to him, like, after he came down, like, hey, it's for your Right. Like, you, unfortunately, safety. like, you have to. Well, that, I mean, like, even within the the toothbrush conversation, like, teeth brushing conversation, I was like, I under like, it's not fun. You're right. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, like an, like, I don't. I'm sure there are people out there that, like, really love brushing their teeth, whatever. But, like, no. In reality, is it, like, super exciting to brush your teeth and floss, rinse your mouth out? No. Not particularly. There's nothing to it, really. Just in the grand scheme of things, it's really just not that big of a chunk out of your day. But, mm-hmm. like, you, then you have to – but, like, in that same breath, like, you have to validate and say, I, I – understand how it could seem really boring and it's okay to be bored for a couple minutes which is that's like the general thing I'm trying to teach my kids right now too is that like boredom is okay Mm -hmm. because like sometimes they'll be like oh it's been five minutes since I've been entertained what am I supposed to do I don't know know. figure it out oh but I'm so bored cool (laughs) <laughs> like there's so many things that you could do to like fill your time like I wish I had time to say that I was bored <laughs> but Put no like I like to but because if I am I don't honestly I can't well I'm bored at work but that's different <laughs> like if I I'm not bored at home because one I have a bunch of things to do but then I also make space for like doing the things that I enjoy as well so like if I'm done, if I'm, like, waiting for laundry, then I'm going to sit down and read my book. Like, I'm not, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to sit there and be like, oh, <laughs> what else do I have to do? Um, I'm that person. You're bored? No, like, I don't, it's not that I get bored. I'm the other way around. I have too many things to do, so I just don't get anything done because... I'm trying to do a little bit of everything. Oh, is that like the ADHD yes, paralysis or so. whatever? I do have that sometimes. I used to until I gave myself permission to not do everything all the time, all at once. Because I struggle with that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. We know. <laughs> Surprise. We know. <laughs> Thank you. That was very enlightening. Thank you for sharing that. Welcome. <laughs> 
Mm -hmm. Um, Giving yourself permission to, I don't, I'm not, so I'm not great at it all the time Mm -hmm. um, because sometimes I'll feel guilty. I'll be like, oh, I should be doing something else. Um, But I'm also like, if everybody has clean underwear and socks, Mm -hmm. is it okay for me to sit down and read a book? Yeah. (laughs) But isn't it crazy that, like, we tell our children, hey, you have to read for 15 minutes, but you can't read for 15 minutes because you don't give yourself that time? Oh, I I do give myself that time. No, but I'm saying, like... (laughs) Is it ironic for (laughs) you to not do that for yourself? Yes. If that's what you're asking by asking (laughs) me, who does it, yes. Um, Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's so much, like... You know, I, I will say that, like, m- as a mom, my getaway is my showers and just being there forever. Like, it's just. Can I? I can't convey the face that I am giving you right now <laughs> because we're, this is a podcast where you can't see my face, but it's a very judgmental <laughs> face because. With love. I say this with love. What the hell? (laughs) I just find it peaceful to be by myself. And I appreciate that you find peace in the shower. But like, why you got to be in the shower to find peace? Because I'm alone. Let's explore that. Not at all. No, I just think that, like, you know how, like, you see, I mean, I feel like I see a lot of, like, videos and things like that about moms that go hide in the pantry or things like that. I feel like that's real for some of us. Like, we really. What would it look like if you set a boundary with your kids to say, hey. I'm learning and I'm doing better with that, I will say. Um, Hold on. Mm. Speaking of children interrupting you, mine just texted me. When are you coming home? No. He texted me Lego stuff he wants to order off of Amazon. Oh. Because he has birthday money. So you're not the only one with kids interrupting (laughs) you. Mine's texted me to order stuff for him. (laughs) It's fine. This is parenting (laughs) for you. But anyways, what I was saying was, is that like, so like I do... I a lot of times I'll do therapy like over like video like unless I'm doing EMDR which I go in the office for Mm -hmm. um but my kids know not that they never interrupt me but I'll if I say I have therapy they'll be like oh okay so like can I just play a video game and Grayson will be like can I watch on your phone and I'm like yep and they leave me alone Mm. and my kids are nuts like I said (laughs) earlier (laughs) but like I set that boundary with them to say Mm -hmm. like this is really important for me and I really need to do it to like to take care of myself and I've said that to them I need to do this to take care of me and feel good and be a better mom to you and they're like all right Hmm. I wonder what that feels like (laughs) I'm just no I feel like I'm starting to work on that um I'm learning like from now like when I want to watch a show that you know like I want to watch binge on for a little yeah like I'll do that and you know I'll, I'll just be by myself in the room if they want to knock 
knock. Tell me what you need. If I can help you, I'll help you. If not, just please be out. Because, like, there's a difference between, like, ignoring them mm-hmm. and their needs and setting a boundary. Mm-hmm. Because it that's, like, setting a good example for them to say, like, hey, I need space for a little bit. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with you. It's like that Bluey episode. Oh, you no. know what episode I'm talking about where, like, um, Bandit comes home mm-hmm. and Chili's like, I've had a day. I need 20 minutes. Like, keep them away from me for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And so he, like, distracts them. And then Bluey's, like, upset the whole time. They're, like, trying to get to her. And then finally, like, they go and find her. And she's like, do you not love us anymore? Is that why you don't want to be with us? And she's like, no. Like, being a mom is hard work. So sometimes I need I need space. I just need a little bit of time to myself. But, like, I'll definitely, like, be there for you later. So, like, the, see, that's one of the issues. Like, also, that, I love Bluey. <laughs> so that's my daughter. <laughs> but, um, like, the issue with that is for me, like, I noticed that my attachment to my kids, it was always like, oh, I got to be there. I have to do this. I have to be there. I have to make them feel like they're never, because of my trauma. I yes. was just about to say, hmm, <laughs> yes, I because, wonder why. You know, feeling <laughs> like I didn't have that. Um, it's always for them, I always had to make them feel like I was there. Like, feel my presence. I'm always here for you. Um, so that's something that, like, I noticed now how that became, like, my daughter was so attached to me. Uh-huh. My son sometimes, he's almost a teenager. He didn't care much now. But my daughter, like, I would go out. The other day, I was out for most of the day doing um, a job with my friend. And when I came home... She said something like, you don't even love me anymore. You were gone for the whole day. First of all, it wasn't the whole day. It was just, yeah, like four hours or so. Uh But, like, you know, right there she thought, like, I abandoned her. Right. And, like, because I've been so, like, around her. Now she feels like if I leave for hours or four to five hours, even if it's eight. Like, you know, why do you feel? Because I'm always with her every weekend, every and day. She's not in school. More importantly than that, you are constantly accessible. Yes, very much so. So I think for her, some things have changed. And yeah. she, she notices, which, you know, I'm working on. But um, I'm also trying to find that balance. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But um, parenthood is a work in progress every day. It's a real treat sometimes. It's like we said, it's confusing, but it's also like not. It's It's weird because like I would like die for these people. Like (laughs) I, I love them with my entire being. And they're the most exhausting humans I've ever been around in my life. <laughs> and I love them so much. So much. And I'm so tired. <laughs> I know. And, and like, but I, you know, I said in the last episode that, like, I have been trying to sit with, like, the good mom mm-hmm. thing. Ugh. I feel gross saying it again. I'm still, yeah, <laughs> clearly know, this is not good. We've had these conversations before <laughs> about how you feel. About how, right. Um, I, 
because I hold myself to such an impossibly high standard of like good parenting or whatever. But when I actually like sit with it and I'm like, oh, like here are like the things you did that were great, really, Mm -hmm. right? Like then I'm like, oh, okay. And I have to sit with it a little bit longer, like each time or whatever. Um, And like not hold myself to such like an impossibly high standard. But like it is like parenting is just hard. Being a mom is hard. Being a mom in this particular society, I think. Add a a dog to that list. There's my baby. But anyways, not just that. But think about this, which this is what's been on my mind lately. Can you even focus with this guy? I Arlo. listening to you. I, he's just... Arlo, he I am trying me. to record. This is a great day. Every kid has interrupted in this house. No. no? Me now? Okay. No. If you're going to get... Okay. Oh, okay. okay. I love you. Okay. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ah! Ah! Now. Stop trying to steal. Hey, we're, we're trying to teach you better than there. that. Relax. Is it Greek? No. Oh, yeah, he might eat it because he don't like Greek yogurt. <laughs> Anyways. Um, so, like, it's weird because if you sit down and you think about it, what is enough as a parent? Oh, damn. So that was my homework for this week for my therapist. That's the thing. Was to, like, write down, like, what is like a good mom like what standard do I have a good mom to and then like what am I actually doing because there is like this whole thing I forget who it is it doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things but there's like this thing called like being like the good enough parent like you only have to be good enough like for your kids like you don't have to be perfect you just have to be good enough and so I think if I'm going to dig in deep at this moment, <laughs> which, like, why the hell not? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I think I hold myself to a standard where I should never be angry, mm-hmm. never be annoyed, never be tired, um, meet my children's every possible need, that I should, like, never... Like, I should meet all of their every need so that they're never sad. Impossible. I hear myself when I'm saying that. But it's like you're in the outside bubble of it. Um, And I am very aware of, like, how unrealistic that is. And then, but, like, what am I doing as a mom? All right, let's. So with that for a second, I might take some pauses and thinking about this. So like I am teaching my kids how to set boundaries. I'm teaching them how to actually apologize, like not just like fake apologies. Like if you really mess up and you no, you why? know, if I yell at them and I know that I could have handled it in a better way, then we're talking about it. If... We, if I see them acting out with each other, we sit down, I wait until everybody is calmer and we sit down and say, hey, what are some words you could have used to your brother besides Mm -hmm. biting him or pulling his hair or, 
<laughs> whatever, whatever. And and they talk about it. They do that. And like they apologize on their own when I give them space. Mm-hmm. Like they are learning from natural consequences. Like what happens when, you know, what happens when you hurt somebody's feelings? Does it feel good to, you know, hurt somebody's feelings? Like should, you know, they're learning how to express their emotions like they're learning to say you know I think I I don't remember if I said this before or not but I had got I was a little bit sarcastic with Griffin one day and he was like oh so you're allowed to talk to me with an attitude but I'm not and I was like "Oof, no I'm not like thank you for calling me out on that I'm still frustrated with you, but I didn't need to necessarily say it to you that way. And those are the conversations that, like, we're having in my house. And here I am saying, oh, because that was the other thing. The last episode, I listen. So I decided that I'm going to listen to our. I listen to them when I'm, like, sound editing, right? To, like, mm-hmm. edit out the. <laughs> the like pauses or like (laughs) the blooper i'll have a excellent blooper reel at some point um or like the parts where we like can't stop laughing for no reason um and but so but so i'm trying to listen to the podcast like objectively Mm -hmm. to be like okay like let me listen to this like as if i was listening to any other podcast Mm -hmm. i would listen to like am i actually like getting content from it like do these people (laughs) these people being us like do they feel relatable Mm -hmm. like whatever and so i listened back to the last podcast and i heard myself like telling the story of what I told my therapist about how I was like critiquing myself as a mom after I had like yelled at my kids and like and then listened to what I was yelling at them about which was like I just wish you guys would be kind to each other and like I'm trying to teach you guys how to be kind and like no one's listening to me and then I was like, I'm sitting here having this whole conversation with her mm-hmm. about how I am, like, worried that I, like, traumatize yeah. my children by, like, saying this. And then I'm listening to what yeah. I said, which is, hey, like, please be nice to each other and, like, please whatever. And, like, can you guys, like, just be kind and, like, hear me. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that that's yep. traumatizing my kids. And my therapist was like, I think the best thing you ever did was listen to the <laughs> Your own podcast. podcast. <laughs> but isn't it like, and I was like, I don't know if it's helping other people like it's helping me. But <laughs> but I listened to it and I was like, oh, my God, Jackie, are you serious right now? And it's like you really you weren't being nice to yourself. I wasn't. But you're telling all. your kids to be I'm nice. I'm telling my kids to be nice. And meanwhile, I'm like, oh, you yeah. suck. <laughs> well, I think we all oh, we're We're all harder on ourselves than I think we are on other people sometimes. But like. I but I listened to that and I was like, oh, my God, like I really am like sitting here thinking to myself that like you're the worst mom ever. And then I'm listening to what I am saying because that is what I said in that conversation, like out loud to them, even though I was yelling at them, I was like. I just wish you guys could be nice to each other. I wish you would learn how to be kind. Like all I'm trying to do is teach you how to be good people. Like I swear to God, like if my like if my kids go to therapy later in life to be like, one time my mom got really angry because she was upset that we were being jerks to each other, 
and not using kind words, <laughs> then we have other issues. <laughs> yeah. I know. And that's the thing. Like I said, when is enough enough? What is enough? I don't know. What is the definition of enough parenting or enough you know, a mother... In general, though, right? Yeah. Like, like in the world. Like, what the hell standard are we, like, holding ourselves to? There, and that's there like is this, no like, standard. No. It's your own standard. It's made up. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, we do it because of the feelings that we get from past traumas and, you know, current problems and things like that. But in reality, it's no standard. And then even if there was, who's, who's standard? Like, why? Why? Because someone, you know, decided to say that's how it goes. Right. No. Meanwhile, like, like you're really not, some of us are not doing as bad as we think we are. I know. And, and if you think about it, for people that were hurt as children. Yeah. Where we are and how far we have come, just... Mind you, I get it. We have our own issues. We have lots of issues we're dealing with. <laughs> but we're dealing with our own issues. And we're aware of it and, like, doing something about it. And that's so much different from, like, what we grew up with. Because, yeah. like, I, I can... I know it's it's easier for me to talk about my parents because they're not here to give feedback. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that, like, if I told my mom... Like, hey, I don't like how this is going. Oh, I guess I'm just the worst mom in the whole world. And mm. I guess I just can't do anything right. And I guess blah, 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 blah. Was that ever what I was saying? No. Like, I love my mom with my whole heart. <laughs> I wasn't trying mm. to, like, be a bitch to her. Maybe I was just like, hey, like, this isn't, like, this doesn't feel right to me. And my dad, that's like a whole different ball game, right? Like he mm-hmm. was very unaware because of his own issues, but that's still not an excuse to treat people poorly. Um, he would have been like, you have no idea how good you have it. And like good compared to, again, whatever he went through. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that was and I'll probably never know <laughs> um, to make him the way that he was like I'm sure it was, and it still didn't feel great. So, Mm. like, there was a long time of, like, minimizing that stuff, right? But, like, I I stray away from, like, the the you don't know how good you have it sort of thing. There are times when, like, I, like, my kids will, like, they're, I think I said this before, but, like, they're really in this, like, name-calling stage with each other. And I did say to Griffin like hey like the reason that name calling like makes mommy really upset one is because it's hurtful and two because my dad did a lot of name calling and it it was really hurtful so it hurts me even more to like because one it's not nice but two it like brings this up in me that I'm like no like that's really not okay like it's it's extremely hurtful and a different level um did that make him stop no (laughs) but like but I feel like it's like important to like put that out there to say like hey here's here's why this is extra hurtful to like act like this um and I think eventually like 
it will make sense. Whatever. But, you know, I mean, I forget where I was going with this. <laughs> um, what was I saying before? I think it's just you talking about how. Oh. They're still telling them <clears throat> that, you know. But, like. So approaching my parents about, like, this kind of stuff would have been different. My kids have permission to approach, right, mm-hmm. When th- and, and I will take ownership of it. But then I'm on, like, this, like, opposite spectrum of, like, okay, then I guess I'm the worst mom ever. But, like, not in the way where my mom was, like, oh, I guess I'm just the worst mom. I'm, like, oh, no, I am. <laughs> and And then I, like take this ownership and like accountability too much. Whereas like my parents were out of touch with their reality. So like they were not taking any ownership, which like has to do with like guilt and shame. Like Mm -hmm. I don't think they were completely unaware of like, but like I say, I, I say that to say like, I feel like it's just the, it, it's so different, but then you don't a hundred percent know what different is because you didn't grow up that mm-hmm. way, but then you are capable of doing different, even though you didn't see different. So then like now we're in this place of like being self-aware, being accountable, being responsible, and then like having these conversations with our kiddos that we really didn't have the privilege of having as kiddos with our parents or like definitely would not have felt safe enough really, you know, delving into that. Yeah. It's extremely, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of work. (laughs) I know. And then trying to figure yourself out or trying to get this little humans to be healthy adults, you know, as healthy as you can help them to be. I mean, because other like life is gonna happen mm-hmm. to them. They'll have their own, their own issues, right? Like, like that, yeah. you know, someone's gonna say something that's hurtful at some point. Somebody's, you know, somebody's gonna break their heart at some point. Like, so, mm-hmm. like that stuff is gonna happen. It's just, I hope that they're like resilient in a different way, where like they mm-hmm. don't take it, you know, take those things like as much to heart that it's like that it like. Mm-hmm rips into the core of who they are that they like have enough like self-confidence that like that's not what happens um but i mean so to circle back Mm -hmm. and you can tell me if you're like jackie shut up and that will be fine (laughs) but like what would it look like if you didn't just take your shower time to yourself like what would it look like if you said hey give me this time or let me allow me you know not allow me not allow you but like to be like but but like if you said Mm -hmm. i mean i know this is like like theoretical (laughs) obviously for now but, like, if you said, I need this time for me to be better for me and for you. I mean, I'm sure it'll be wonderful. 
<laughs> once I, I know it stuff. sounds like it sounds crazy because the first time that I had a therapist tell me, did you know that you can like set boundaries with your kids? Mm-hmm. In oh, because it was in regards to being like um, uh, over like touched or whatever, overstimulated. Yeah, well, like t- like touched out. I think is what oh. they call it. Like the um, <clears throat> like because Grayson was like always when he especially when he was little he's like always on top of me like mm-hmm. he we it's like my daughter we right like we called him like the retractable umbilical cord like he could only go so far before he <laughs> would like be back in a minute and um and then griffin would come in and like lay and like if i had had like a day where like i was doing like a bunch of stuff and then i was like trying to like have a minute to myself and then grayson would come in and lay on me and griffin would come in and lay on me i would be like oh mm-hmm. <laughs> and that my therapist was like do you realize that, like, you can tell your kids, like, hey, like, mommy needs, like, I love you so much and I need a minute right now to, like, be by, like, be by myself. Like, mm-hmm. not, I don't want to cuddle right now. Mm-hmm. Because I thought I would, like, break their hearts. Yes. If I told them that I, and, and, it, and they mm-hmm. were definitely sad when I said that. But they but that's also healthy to like set a boundary even around like consent, right? Mm-hmm. Like to be like, I don't want to do this right now, mm-hmm. but I will do it later. Um, like that was important to like teach them in the realm of like respecting other people too, that like people mm-hmm. aren't just like at your beck and call <laughs> for like all of the time. Um, and I was like, oh, I can. I'm allowed to say like no to them. Um, and you know, and then like, I, I, I think with my kids and it's probably like a kiddo thing in general, as long as I was like here, I don't want to do this now, but here is a time mm-hmm. that you will have like my undivided yeah. attention. It's a healthy way of explaining Then it. it was a better way of like, setting a boundary with them to, so that they know that like, yes, like mommy still loves you and I still want to cuddle. Mm-hmm. It's just that right in this very moment, even though you want to, I don't want to. And that's mm-hmm. okay for me to say. <laughs> yeah. Like they learn to respect, you know? Yeah. I think that that's, that's something again that I'm working on. I think that it's, it's getting easier like to, you know, just get away. Cause even when I will go out before it will be with one of them. Right. At least. Right. Um, but now it's like, no, I'm going alone. Right. And, and, then you know, yeah, sometimes, you know, they get upset or well, not they, because my son hates going shopping or anything, but my daughter, you know, um, but I, I think it's getting better and I think I'm learning more and more. And something is going to work eventually. Yeah. Now, with that being said, it's a lot to work on. It'll always be a work in progress. Well, and then We're there's doing like our best. different stages that they're going to go through, too, and they're going to need different things and in yeah. different capacities. But I, I think both of us should probably give ourselves a little bit more credit than we do. I think a lot of us. Do. Yeah, you know, it's it's 
And for the ones that still haven't experienced it yet, it's not all craziness. It, you know, it's kind of what you get to know. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I think I, I can understand, I, I can understand why people would decide not to have kiddos because yes. it is when you realize like the mm-hmm. immensity of like the task that you're like. Mm-hmm. taking on like it's not just like a, I have a cute baby to like dress up or whatever like no you're raising like a human mm-hmm. for the world <laughs> yeah. um like that's a little bit more daunting um but and so I can understand why you know people decide not to um and I definitely think it's like that weird thing like I was saying earlier about how like I love the, those people immensely and I'm exhausted and those mm-hmm. two but those two things like coexist like mm-hmm. I'm because when I see them make good choices or hear the good things come out of them like the the kind words or whatever I'm like oh I like something's working like it's working like they're gonna be okay just like when you know you heard Sophia say, but I don't want to be perfect. Um, yeah. Like, it's, like it's you have, them in some like way. you have these moments. And so then, and I think, you know, as exhausting it is, as it is, and these are kiddos and they're going to be kiddos and they're going to act like kiddos. When you have those moments of like hearing that, like then you know that like something is sticking and like you have this glimpse of like, oh, right. like I'm raising a good person that's going to be out in the world and also put this good mm-hmm. into the world too, because I think in general we need, we need more <laughs> of yeah. that, like more people with more empathy and understanding and like mentally healthy people, emotionally healthy people. And as much as I feel like I'm like ramming my head into a wall sometimes saying the same thing mm-hmm. over and over again like it it is gonna stick at some point and I think that that is really that's hopeful to me but yeah so that I'm I I don't really know where we were going with that episode originally but I think talking mm-hmm. about in the inner child stuff and the stuff with kids and then and then also like the stuff that like we like recognize like within ourselves I think that that's that's really important I mean this is the real journey right like just sometimes you're just kind of all over the place and I think it's okay a lot of times (laughs) because I think there's like there's just a crazy standard imaginary standard out there that says it all has to look like this and it has to be in a perfect you know straight little line and Mm -hmm. all organized and everything and I I just I think there's, I think it's a little bit more chaotic sometimes, but it's okay. <laughs> Everybody should set their own standards. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot to balance and it's a lot to navigate, but I think there as many stressful moments as there are, there's some really beautiful moments in there too. And it's cool when you, you realize them because it does really feel good when you realize them. Like when I listened to the episode and I was like, ha like you're too hard on yourself you knew that but now you heard it <laughs> maybe i should do the same probably yeah. i'd read 
I would recommend listening to Thanks. our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for tuning in to episode eight. We're so glad that you're here. Um, definitely follow us on social media. Uh, we are currently working on um, having a getting a couple interviews together with some local mental health organizations. So we're super excited about that. Paula's scared. It's fine. It's going to be great. It's part of this work. It's this part of this work. What That's what we're doing. So, yeah. Thank you for joining us. Until next time.